This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Kicks to the corner. Lowry drive. Kick out Van Vliet. Three good. Down the bottom of the well again. Toronto just beats the shot clock buzzer. 69-47. That's more like it. Fred Van Vliet, no points last night in an overtime loss to the Boston Celtics tonight. 18 big ones leading the way for the Raptors. This one an absolute laugher. A 39-point victory. In fact, those 18 points for Van Vliet, more than the Chicago Bulls scored in the third quarter by six. It was the Raptors 122, the Chicago Bulls 83. This is Tangerine Raptors basketball in the Pope's game show. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson and Josh Lewenberg in Raptors control. Have a thought? Have an opinion at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson, at JLU1050 on Twitter. The text is 105050. If they had a mercy rule in this sport, this would be a game where a la Apollo Creed, Rocky just throwing the towel because the Chicago Bulls, they had nothing to offer, nothing to bring to the table here tonight. Nothing, nothing, nothing. After three quarters, it should have been, yeah, white towel, whatever, surrender, submit, white flag, <laughs> any of those, any and all of the above. I mean, they're a banged up team, but they're also not a good team and, and not having Zach Levine made it kind of like child's play too for the Raps. Yeah, it was ha- at halftime I said Michael Jordan's not walking through the door, Scotty Pippen's out. At this point they would settle for like Doug McDermott or like yeah. a- I mean anybody at this point. Steve would... Kerr, the player. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, we were talking about during the game, like naming the players in this roster was almost like an NBA trivia game. Like who are these guys? Who are these players? <laughs> right. So I mean the G League guys felt right at home in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Let, let, let's bring this up straight away because Nick Nurse is going to get behind the microphone in a matter of moments. The one uh-oh moment, the one significant moment was Kyle Lowry going through, going out in the third quarter through injury. The Raptors were up 30 at the time. It was non-contact. Now, the good news, he ended up walking back to the bench, so we're hoping for the best when it comes to Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I mean, it looked, you know, when a player goes straight to the locker room, they, they go right by the bench, you're always concerned about what it is, and not seeing the injury at first, but now and then when he laid down in the in the tunnel too, as well as like okay, this is going to really be really bad. But he came back to the bench, sat there with the team, which was positive. And I mean, I think you want. I, I'm, I know they were up a lot of points, but I think based on how Kyle's playing, you want to kind of see him play that with that corner. It was an incidental injury; it wasn't even trying to do too much or diving around for this ball in the stand. So hopefully he's, he's okay. Even if he's fine, I'd give him Tuesday off in Orlando. If it was up to me, I'd go Tuesday, Kyle Lowry night off. Wednesday on the second night of the back, Kawhi night off. Yeah, that's a good balance. Against Orlando, Atlanta. The, the, your mind goes to, to the worst-case scenario first yeah. because non-contact, you're like Achilles, and you're hoping that it was just a cramp. It happened it in was, the blink of an eye, right. too. Yeah. I, but it didn't I mean, look I like know. he twisted it. Like Typically, when a player goes down like that, you're right. like, oh, you see the define. Yeah. You didn't see anything. It just looked like, yeah, like he almost extended it. So, I mean, it's probably a tweak, hopefully. Kind of similar to what Kawhi did earlier in the season when he sort of, when he jammed his, at that time they said foot, and then it became an ankle thing, right. but it was sort of similar where it wasn't really he didn't turn it he just kind of came up lame I guess but you're right the way this team is right now in terms of what the whole plan is with a long-term strategy is they're going to take as much time to make sure he's right and not rush or do too much with that and especially to having a game like tonight where the guys we talked about we need to step up like Fred Van Vliet, DeLarma had a better play and they did tonight they've called it a sore right ankle that's according to Raptors PR that's not an Achilles it's not a foot that's not a sprain not a strain not anything like that it's a sore right ankle and let's hope that's all it is right like because your heart is in your throat at a moment like that, in a game like this, you're like, uh-oh. 
And let's go to Nick Nurse and his post-game comments, right? About coming down in three, two, one. Now, point to an opponent that wasn't at full strength, but uh, when it's about you, I, I, you know, evaluate your team's performance tonight and how you bounce back. Well, I think we we did a really professional job, and I thought we played defense right. Um, we really we really were active and doing what we were supposed to be doing on the defensive end for. The majority of the game, so I'm pleased with that. That's what we're that's what we're trying to do. Danny spoke to us after on the uh, on the radio side. He said, you know, it helps when you make some shots too. You, you seem to have pretty good ball movement and guys knocking down shots tonight too. Yeah, I mean, we we um, we knew, you know, we we had some guys missing too. So we we went into this, you know, saying, hey, let's play team defense. You know, let's really help each other and let's let's get the ball moving and popping a little bit because our, we need the offense to score for us tonight more than more than your individual play and uh, I think the offense created those shots those open open looks and the extra passes did and and you know when you're when you're shooting rhythm threes you know you're going to make more than when you're not shooting rhythm threes and that's been a, you know we're, we're missing some shooting here right now and we're, we're feeling it a little bit but tonight <clears throat> but tonight we moved the ball and got got open looks. You called Danny your glue guy last night and said sort of how you noticed his absence on Wednesday and Friday when he went out. Other than the shooting, which is huge, I mean, what else does he bring that you really value? Well, he seems to get he seems to get one little tip in here and there about a game, you know, just some, you know, which which you have a tough possession or something that rolls off, and there he is sticking it back that, that can that can turn some momentum or or continue some momentum. Um, he's really a locked in defender as a team guy. He's he's trying to keep guys on the same page and talking through coverages and talking through the switches and things like that. I don't know. He's just got a really good attitude, you know, and it's it's a, it's a contagious thing. Nick, the team announced that, that Kyle had left the game with a sore ankle. Is yes. that something that is was just you're up by so much you don't need to push it, or something you're concerned about? No, no, I'm concerned about it, but I think I think he's okay. I, I just saw him, and, and he said he he twisted it, but he was he was uh, pretty lively in the locker room, so I don't think it's too bad. I haven't got official word from the the trainers yet. We we're probably up. 25 or 30 there didn't really want to have him in but we were trying to he was looking for some rhythm a little bit He's, he hasn't been shooting the ball that well lately and we were hoping he could knock down a few we were going to run him till the end of the quarter was kind of the plan um so it's a little bit unfortunate will he be undergoing any other testing uh, probably yeah they'll probably be checking him out here i don't think it's too serious but i haven't checked with the people yet what do you see from fred you obviously wanted to spark him get him going yeah I mean, what was different about him today I don't know, but he, he looked like him old, his old self, self, right? And he's and he's not looked like he's he's been a shell of himself lately, really, really like in all phases, not getting the ball to where he wants to go, not not shooting the three at a high level. You know, in, in my head, he's a 45 plus shooter, and he's shooting somewhere in the 20s this year or, thir- or low 30s. I don't, I don't even know, but it's pretty low for him. Um, but I don't know. He just he just looked like a different guy out there tonight, and that's good. Hypothetical, but if other guys weren't injured, would he maybe be getting a game off or two, given he's banged up? Yes, yes, he would. Um, we, you know, we kind of talked about that this morning a little bit that we would try to uh, get him through this game and then, then kind of probably not make him practice till the next game. And then uh, when we got done with the next road trip, try to get him two more days because there's a little bit of time in there and just try to slowly heal him. And if that didn't work, then maybe then maybe pulling him out for a little bit. But he, he looked a little, his movements looked a little better tonight. We'll see how it goes. Last year, it was clear he was sort of key to the spirit of the team. Yeah. I mean, how much, how true is that even this year? Sure. 
Well, it's it's certainly true. Uh, I'm certainly not worried about he, 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 that's what he brings. Um, he just hasn't been able to bring a lot of that because of his health, right? And his play has, you know, his, his play kind of speaks a lot for him sometimes, and he hasn't been able to bring that. But we're confident it'll be back at some point. I think it looked like uh, you had a lot of people in the crowd that you knew who was here watching you today, tonight, and how did that feel being able to? Had a lot of them. Had a lot. Had a lot of them. Uh, brothers and sisters and and uh, nieces and nephews uh, drove over from Iowa. A couple guys from my high school showed up unexpectedly. Saw a guy I used to play with in England in the crowd, uh, unexpected as well. So, a lot. A lot of them come over, and obviously, it's a close trip. Close trip. Yep. Good. All right. The Nick Nurse fan club in attendance in Chicago tonight in a pretty forthright head coach of the Toronto Raptors after a 39-point victory, both on Fred Van Vliet and tried to disclose what he could about Kyle Lowry. Wheeler Watson, Jailer with you. Anything that stand out, that stood out to either one of you? Kyle Lowry speaking, by the way. We'll bring you his post-game audio in a few moments' time, but anything step out, stand out? Just about Fred Van Vliet. I thought he was really honest about his play. Yeah, and as he should be. I mean, it's kind of... We've seen the level that Fred can play at of what he brings to this ball club and, you know, offensively, defensively. And I think that he, we haven't seen that this year. And, I mean, it's kind of hard to kind of sugarcoat and say that, that he's doing better than he is. So a game like tonight was good for him to get back to the rhythm that he is. And if he's not quite there, you know, obviously they said if they had guys out, you heard, well, Waz ask, you know, they wouldn't be playing him. But they need to play him and he played well tonight. Josh, really quickly. We, we've seen this with Kyle over the years, too, and Fred similar. Both of those guys, it's not like they're athlete, uh, elite athletic specimens to the point where they could have an injury or two, still play through it, and still be dominant. Like they, they, Their whole thing is they play really hard. They get the most out of their physical tools because of the way that they play. So when they're not 100%, it shows in their level of production. We've seen it with Kyle over the years when he's done 100%, and now we're seeing it with Fred. So when one way or the other, they have to get him as close as possible to 100% for him to have the same kind of impact that he had last year. Raptors win 122-83 over the Chicago Bulls. The three-game losing streak has been snapped. You're going to hear from Kyle Lowry. He's going to give you an update on how he feels after an injury scare in the third quarter. We'll crown our two-for-one pizza player of the game. And you'll also hear from Fred Van Vliet in conversation with the coach Jack Armstrong. All that coming up on the post-game show. Wheeler Watson, Jaylor with you. This is Raptors Basketball, brought to you by Tangerine across the TSN radio network. Lowry to Ibaka, into the near corner to Van Vliet, drives baseline, kicks it to Green, corner three in the air, good. Danny Green in the bottom of the well, 81-55, Toronto stretching it out by 26. Paul Jones on the call. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball. Raptors beat the Chicago Bulls 122 to. 83 on the tail end of a back-to-back. Wheeler, Watson, Lundberg with you. Van Vliet to Green. Those would be my two lead candidates for your two-for-one pizza player of the game. Josh Lundberg, you want to do honors? Who is your pick? The J. Lou Spech for tonight's player. I got to vote Fred. I got to go Fred for a few reasons. I think, first of all, for Fred himself, this was huge coming off of one of the worst games he's ever played, going scoreless in 22 minutes last night in Boston. Really having a tough time over the last few weeks as he works his way back from that toe injury. This was the game that he needed, that bounce-back effort that we talked about 
pregame, getting the start, a really good opportunity to um, get his game going again, find his rhythm. He did just that, and certainly for the Raptors, getting Fred uh, a, a night like this for a guy like Lowry, setting him up in the team, as Nick Nurse just talked about, getting a guy that's very important, very valuable to what they do, feeling good about himself again. That that well, was the biggest takeaway see, here. That sounds more like, to me, the two-for-one pizza slice of the game or a player that really needs to mow down on that piece of za. That's what that sounds like to me. Don't know if that's the whole pie. I, I like Danny Green, but Dwayne, what do you think? Are you rolling with J-Lo? Or I, I'm, roll, a- I'm rolling with J-Lo. I mean, Fred needed that game. Of course game. you will. No, no, because Danny Green, <laughs> no, Danny Green had a great game. And, I mean, you don't expect that much of an offensive output from him, but... You know, Fred needed this game. Fred really, really needed this game because whether whatever happens when he sold it back in the secondary role, he's got his confidence back knowing he can go out and do what he's tried to do all last year and hasn't really done this season. So it's a big confidence builder for him. You know, he grew up not far from Chicago as well, so it's like a whole time game for right. him. The but, narrative um, is so powerful, yeah, Weavis. Come well, on, give, it, start give in to the well, narrative. I'm going to make the case for DG, and I'm not talking I about I thought he was Raptors better last night. Dan Gladman <laughs> here. I'm talking, Danny, he was 7 for 7. He didn't miss a shot. He was perfect from 3. And he was a team best plus 35. And this guy's a plus minus beast right now. Yep. I don't know. And, and Green moves over, slots into a different position. I thought he provided just what the doctor ordered tonight. I guess so, Danny Green would be my shout. Fred's not a bad one. Yeah, but the same thing. Fred Van Vliet played well against the Bulls. Yeah, but he needed to. So did Danny Green. Danny Green has had one double-digit night in his last seven. I thought, last I, thought, six, I thought Danny Green was excellent last night. I think they win the game in Boston if he doesn't okay. foul out. Well, they did win the game. He did not foul out tonight. <laughs> I'll at least give him a slice, and you guys can give Freddie the rest of the pizza. Player of the game was brought to you by Two for One. Get a three... Uh, get a large topping, three topping pizza with their deep cheesy garlic loaf for just seventeen ninety nine. Call two four one o two four one. I think all three of us are curious how Kyle Lowry's feeling. Let's hear from the man himself after he left tonight's game in the th- in the third quarter with what Raptors PR has called a sore right ankle. Here is Kyle Lowry in his post game comments. What happened on that play? I don't know what happened. Um, Six man got me. <laughs> no. Playing defense to team defense, so you guys seem pretty locked in. I mean, I know they're missing guys, they're not the strongest team, but you guys did seem to be locked into that defense. I think the communication. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. I think the communication really uh, helped us out, and then we started early and uh, just speaking loud, talking loud, and, and just kind of being out there and talking and under everybody being on the same page and that's kind of what we need to do and um, you know just kind of being able to help every everybody helping everybody I'm, I'm sure we had a lot of deflections tonight and that was one of our goals how much is it a case where when you're communicating and it's working it seems to breed more of that uh, that it shouldn't be the case but that you know it feels like there's a case but as a good team you know we got to make sure that we communicate all the time and if you communicate all the time then it doesn't matter. You'll be able to, you know, continuously communicate, talk, and be on the same page. You know what, what I mean? What was different tonight for you with Fred on the court with you to start just, the game? I don't know. Just uh, the pace was up. We, uh, you know, we kind of got more of an open floor. The pace was good. We got up and down the, the, the floor a little bit. Got some rhythm. Um, for me, individually, still haven't shot the ball well, but I got some more looks that I liked. Other than his shooting, what sort of made Danny's uh, fit seem so effortless? I know it's not effortless, but yeah. you know, being able to guard, defend, and his communication—he's—he's uh, you know, he's a champion. 
got a ring. He played under one of the best coaches in the NBA history and, and probably the world, uh, and Greg Popovich. So he kind of brought a lot of things with him to us. And I think he's just understanding that he wants to win. Um, and, you know, he just, he's been a good fit for us. A lot of guys obviously stepped up and did more tonight, but what was the lift that you got from Fred with coming into the starting lineup and giving you got home close to home for him? And uh, you know we come over back to back, so we needed you know everybody to step up. We're you know we we're four guys down or whatever it is, and everyone just got to continue to get better. Fred's uh, really talented; he's playing well right now. So as a team, you know he got some open looks and got going. There you go, Kyle Lowry post game wasn't really asked what is actually wrong. He said that the, the sixth man is got that, him. Is that like the turf monster in in football? I yeah, guess something like that. The boogeyman got him, but didn't say what he got him with and whether that will play a factor over the next two days. The Raptors do not practice tomorrow. Uh, I, I believe they'll have a day or two off before they play on Tuesday. So. Um, I, I guess that will give him some time, but by all accounts, he was doing interviews. I guess that is all a good sign. Yeah, the fact that he's not, yeah, he exactly. He well, walked it, if, if the foot broke off, then he wouldn't have been doing <laughs> Thank the, you, I get it, but you, we'd all admit, if you're watching, if you're driving around right now, yeah. you didn't see what happened, he immediately left the court while the game was still on, went down the tunnel, and the cameras followed them to where he dropped down in the tunnel dramatically. Did so, not look good. And it did not look good. Okay, so that's what I'm trying to kind of relay to our listeners. I know, I'm giving you a it, it, it looked horrible at the time, honestly, and, you're, and, and, and I think 9 out of 10 people that would have seen that would have been thinking the worst. We so didn't. that's some kind of relief. Until we saw back at the bench, we were really concerned. And obviously, you know, he's in the same spirits, which is good. And, you know, he's a gamer. I mean, like, depending on, like, I'm sure the team is going to try and err on the side of caution with him, but he's going to be ready to go whatever the circumstance may be. Right. You can be a gamer, but if it's, like, an Achilles oh. or something like that, yeah. then that, I don't care how tough you are, you're not yeah. playing. Straight up. But now if this is just a tweak, then that's something that you can manage and you can get through, whether it's taking a day here or a day there. So that it seems like good news on the Kyle Lowry. Fans. Like I said, I'd still rest him uh, on Tuesday in Orlando. I mean, even if he's fine, I think he's been playing a ton anyways yep. and, and had to sort of carry the load on this back-to-back because of all the injuries and because Kawhi sat out tonight. Of course, you would expect Kawhi will sit out some point on the back-to-back Tuesday in Orlando, Wednesday in Atlanta. I would... Sit Kyle in the first game, Kawhi in the second. Raptors win tonight. 122-83 was the final. You're going to hear from Josh and Dwayne, hit their player of the game, and Fred Van Vliet next. Was it some home cooking, just familiar surroundings, being a Chicagoan that really kind of spurred him on to a much different night tonight in a positive way? You're going to hear from Freddie Van Vliet next. Raptors win 122-83. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors basketball across the TSN radio network. Fred Lee leading the way tonight for the Raptors. 18 points. As the Raptors beat the Bulls to snap a three-game losing skid, 122-83 in Chicago. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson, Josh Lundberg with you. For more on Van Vliet's night, let's hear from the play-by-play duo. You watched them tonight on Canada's Sports Leader. Here is Matt Devlin and the coach, Jack Armstrong. All right, Fred Van Vliet. Gets his first NBA start right outside of where he grew up at Rockford, Illinois, in Chicago, and he dropped 18 points. Nick Nurse said prior to the start of the game that he wanted to start him, see if he could get him going, and guess what? He did. Well, this was a perfect night and a perfect environment to get him going. Uh, 
wonderful. I mean, obviously his home state of Illinois, and uh, he made some shots tonight. And to me, he is one of the critical pieces of the puzzle for this Raptor team. When they're playing at a really high level, he is, you know, that, that second floor general on the floor with a Kyle Lowry that makes such a difference. And his shot making, I mean, the young man puts the time in. He yep. pays the price. And he's one of those guys that has the confidence when the ball is let go that he feels like it's going to go in. It's going to go in because he's put the time in and yep. paid the price. So I think a game like tonight, you hope, jump starts him a little bit and jump starts his team a little bit because he gives them versatility as well. With the ball, he can play make, and then off the ball, he can be a guy that can shoot the open shot. Well, he shot it tonight, and he made it. The Toronto Raptors end a three-game slide in Chicago, led by Fred Van Vliet. Need a little bit more Jack Armstrong? Well, you're going to get a little bit more Jack Armstrong. Here he is post-game with the aforementioned Fred Van Vliet. Fred, your first career start as an NBA player. You do it in your home state. Just talk a little bit about that. When you heard that you were going to have the opportunity to start tonight, and again, growing up here in the state of Illinois. Couldn't have come at a better time. I mean, obviously, every guy's excited to play at home, but the way I've been playing lately, haven't been playing like myself. Um, lackluster performances the last few games, so it was good to get out there, get some extended minutes, and just try to find a rhythm out there. When you talk about finding your rhythm and getting from lackluster to the level you were at tonight, What's the key when you, in your game when you know that you're getting to that next level? What's going to be important for you now to lock into these habits and be ready to go Tuesday, Wednesday night in Orlando and Atlanta? You know, Jack, it's a, it's a make or miss lead, man. And those shots go in, opens the game up so much for you and allows you to be on the floor. And, and that three-point threat there just opens up the floor so much for me and for the team. So, um, obviously, I've, I've been struggling a little bit, but, you know, I keep my spirits high, keep, keep focusing on the work, trusting my work, and, uh, you know, it'll balance out eventually. Tough loss last night at Boston. You got to travel. You got to regroup. You got some guys out. Talk a little bit about tonight, even though they're down in numbers, the effort of your team tonight. You got to respect everybody, man. This is the NBA. All these teams can, can beat you on any given night. So we came out here with a good effort, uh, good focus and intensity, and wanted to bounce back after dropping three. And now we got to go get our rest and try to get one in Orlando. Thanks. Thanks, Jack. All right, Fred. Fred Van Vliet being very kind. They really weren't playing much of an NBA team tonight, but a win nonetheless. They all count the same. We bet on Fred Van Vliet, at least Josh Bloomberg. I know he did, and he paid it forward. 18 points in a Raptors W. A big night in the NBA. Some scores that jump off the page. And one performance in particular went all for naught. A player going for 60 and his team loses. We'll tell you who next as Tangerine Raptors basketball postgame show rolls on right here on TSN 1050. That will do it, folks. The Raptors cross the finish line way before the Chicago Bulls. Toronto moves to 13-4 and by virtue of a blowout win in the Windy City, 122-83. The Raptors all over the Chicago Bulls. Paul Jones on the call. He'll be back on these very airwaves Wednesday night as the Raptors take on the lowly Hawks in Atlanta. Before that, a date with the Magic in Orlando Tuesday night. Gareth Wheeler, Dwayne Watson, Josh Lewenberg with you. The Raptors heading into Orlando on a winning note. The Magic with an impressive victory tonight. 130-117 over LeBron James and the Lakers. It looks like a soft spot on the schedule, but the Magic have put together a couple wins against decent teams this year. Yeah, they have, and they've won a 
couple without even Aaron Gordon in the lineup. So I mean, they've got a lot of youth. They've got some some things working together with for the for their team to get some wins. So you know, you look at the Magic and it's like, ah, uh, whatever. Terrence Ross is back, but they've actually got some players working for them. Especially with a Raptors lineup, where your guess is as good as mine. Who will be good to go come Tuesday, Josh? The Magic are better than this team that the Raptors no, saw today. Sure. I'll tell you that. Yep. No doubt about that. It's worth mentioning that Jimmy Butler wins it tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. A 122-119 victory in overtime over Charlotte. But Kemba Walker tonight put up 60 points in a losing effort at home. 60 points and you lose a basketball game? That's tough. That's tough. And I mean, and Jimmy, Jimmy Butler got the block uh, just to save the game as Kemba t- attempted it and they hit a step back three. Only had 15 points in the night. Right. He's doing what they brought him, brought him there to do. And it's worth mentioning that on the tail end of a back-to-back tonight, I guess both games at home, but the Celtics beat the Raptors last night. They lose to the Utah Jazz 98-86 at home tonight. So things leveling out. One win in the back-to-back for the Celtics, one win in the back-to-back for the Raptors. And the Jazz lost a tough one on the road yesterday as well. So, yeah, I mean, these things tend to even out. These back-to-backs are tough, man, and that's why we, we look ahead to the Orlando-Atlanta back-to-back. Doesn't seem especially daunting, at least compared to some of the the trips that the Raptors are going to take in December. But, I mean, you never know. And especially, as you mentioned, Wheels, we don't really know for sure what the Raptors line up, who's going to be healthy, uh, what that'll look like next week. Um, For the most part, there's encouraging news on the Raptors' injury front, as many injuries as there are. Uh, Lowry doesn't seem serious with his ankle injury. Norman Powell is making his way back from shoulder injury. He's ahead of schedule. And it sounds like C.J. Miles and O.G. Ananobi could be back at some point next week. Good stuff, gentlemen. He is Dwayne Watson. He is Josh Lundberg at Dwayne Watson at JLU1050. Thanks to Michael, Tyler, Natasha behind the glass on behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050. I am Gareth Wheeler. Raptors win by 39. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday and the rest of your weekend, Toronto.